There it is. Fox the spot. Kick away. It is yes, up. Sir. And it is good. And the Lions have won it. Yes, sir. The Lions have gone to the desert and picked up victory number one. Matt Prater sends it through from 39 yards out. And the Lions can dance in the middle of the field. This one is over. Detroit gets it by a score of 26 to 23. What's up, Lions fans, and welcome to the Blue Blood Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan, alongside your host, Colton. Hey, guys. How's it going? And today we are going to be breaking down our thoughts and reactions of the Lions' first W in 11 months. Wow, what a great feeling. I don't know about you, but I was just, I forgot what it felt like to win, to be quite honest with you. I really did. Yeah, so I think I told you, so I got this whiteboard and I was listening to the Titanic song on repeat. I think it's called My Heart Will Go On. (laughs) course you did as i was yeah, like told me <laughs> writing in the lion's score so yeah winning's awesome they Pretty should do sure it more often it was like winning the super bowl i'm like wow that's <laughs> that's horrible that's true though it really is it was amazing but um so i guess both of us were wrong this week um so so yeah. far both of us are one and two on the picks but i'm glad they proved us wrong this week Really glad they proved us wrong. I was more surprised by the defense more so than I was the offense, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I was too. I think the defense like was really the key to them winning. Yeah. And so. like for me on the defensive side, um there were at least two drives where the Cardinals had miscommunications that they could have both score touchdowns on, like they could have scored. They should have scored more than twenty-three points. They could have been closer to forty. They really could have, but um, they had miscommunications. And on one of the picks, um, Harmon's pick, they were on our thirty. Like they yeah. were going to at least kick a field goal, at least kick a field goal. So that was a really good play by Collins, number one, to get to pressure and actually um, force a high pass. He actually hit Murray's arm. Yeah. And then for Harmon to be able to catch that and run it back a little bit. Wasn't Tracy Walker in coverage as well? Yes, I think On so. On the tight yeah. end. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And um, Murray actually made some mistakes in that game that he shouldn't have that killed them. So that yeah. was interesting to see. I was rewatching it a little bit. I haven't rewatched the full thing yet or in order, but rewatched it somewhat. Are you um, feeling all right, bro? We've been talking for like two minutes now and you haven't you haven't brought up Okuda yet. <laughs> I mean okay yes I feel like crap I'm just kidding but um, no I mean that's my boy of course naturally he got his first pick in the NFL I thought it was going to be week I mean okay it couldn't have been week one I thought it was going to be week two but it's okay I was one week off what can I say I told you guys he's going to be good he's going to be great actually yeah. on him targeted wise it was I think five receptions for 75 yards 79, I think, something like that. 79, sorry, yeah. I I tweeted it. Um, Everyone's like, well, that's not great. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it's great for a rookie cornerback going against the best wide receiver in the NFL or tied for the best, so. Yeah, and did you see um, the comparison between – was his first pick in college and his first pick in the NFL that looked exactly the same? Yeah, it was the Nebraska pick. He was talking about it in his yeah. post-game interview. It's the way he undercut the route. He did it. He does it so smoothly, and he has that um, extra burst that he doesn't use all the time. That's why he caught that. But yeah, it's, it's cool. He's I gonna be I good. I think I saw 
Justin Rogers say that he got up to like over 20 miles an hour when catching up to pick that off. Holy crap. That's yeah, nuts. He was moving, dude. Hey, he could have taken it back, too, if they would have gotten that last block at the end. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be a pick six. I got so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I got so excited. But all in all, it was a good game. I Okay, I want to give a shout-out to our special teams, and especially Jack Fox. I really do believe that he's been our best player through three weeks. Which is nuts to say, but he's first in, like, every punting category. So, Dude, like, he could go to the Pro Bowl easily. I think if he keeps this up, even if he keeps this up only like week ten or eleven, yeah, like he's nuts. This it's insane. He boots the crap out of the ball, and it's I was I was interested because they were doing. Did you see they were doing a couple pooch kicks on kickoffs, which I get. I'm guessing they were just afraid of the turners. That's why you do that. But that was interesting to me. Yeah, and I did I guess see that's, that. I guess that's just a testament to how high he can get it up before yeah. our guys are able to get down the field. So it's it's nuts. Yeah. So, and then of course Prater nailing the last second field goal. To be honest, like, knock on wood, but he's like every time he goes out there to kick like a game-winning field goal, game tying, whatever it is, I'm like, oh, okay, we're good. I'm yeah. Chilling. Like, yeah. So are you I, ever really I, worried? So I told you I wasn't able to watch the end of the game. I had to go into work, and yeah, I know. but I had the game pulled up on like, I always pull it up on my ESPN fantasy app in the matchup yes, section. Sir. You yep. see, like, the ball moving back and forth. Yeah. And I saw the play right before that, I think, was the Marvin Jones, like, 20-yard pass on the sideline. Yep, he has two of those, actually. Where he, where he caught it for, like, 10 yards and then ran for, like, 5 or 10. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's it. It's game over. There's four seconds left. That's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Exactly. And that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, we're in field goal range. We're good. Yeah. Like, as soon as he gets, like, to the 50, I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, like, not to our 50, Ooh, 50. but within, fi- within 50 yards. Of 50. Okay. <laughs> not our 50. That's a little, like, dang. Weird, that's a little much premature. But, um, okay. Two or two guys. Now, nah, give me one guy. One guy you were really impressed with and surprised. One guy or one thing you think they did that was still bad. One person I'm impressed with. You can even, like, even like it doesn't even have to be a person either. It could be a unit, a whatever. Dude, I'm gonna go with Jamie Collins. Without him, we don't. I don't think we come close to winning that game. Hell no! Oh my gosh. Um, what the Lions just tweeted it out, like all his stats, but yeah. And it he he was nuts. He was all over the place. Like he like you were saying, he created pressure on that first interception. He got the second one. Um, yeah, he was just like all over the place making plays, and that's exactly what. Why the Lions signed him. And I, and I just pulled it up right now. He had six tackles, two pass breakups, one quarterback hit, which was off of that pick, and he also had a pick of his own. Yeah. Oh, I'm dude, still stand, did, sticking to my point. If we had three of him, our linebacking corpse would be scary. <laughs> did you see the stat that that was like the second time in Larry Fitzgerald's career he's been held without a receiving yard? He didn't have a single catch? No, he had a catch. Oh, okay. But remember, Daryl Roberts tackled him with for no gain. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it'll be different. I mean, this isn't really lines related, but it'll be different because they do have Hopkins, so he's going to be the number one instead of Fitz. And they yeah. still got Christian Kirk, and they still got Andy Isabella, who's a very good player, actually. And he they is. got Kenyon Drake to throw out of the backfield, and Kyle Murray runs a lot, so 
his production will be lower than years past. But ooh, I'm impressed by the defensive line too. Defensive line stepped up big time. Like everyone was picking, no, like everyone was picking like Kenyon Drake to have like 200 scrimmage yards. Oh, rushing game, correct. I agree. Like, like he was in everybody's like fantasy stardom, and he wasn't real. He didn't really have that big of an effect on on the game. He had what? How many yards? Wasn't it like? Oh, I want to say mid. Yeah, mid 70s as well. 25? I was gonna say. Yeah, hold on. Let me check real quick. Well, then, like, okay, I thought you were talking about. Everyone, okay, they got, and people talk about this all the time, they got good pressure on the quarterback, they didn't produce sacks, which I still want sacks, but I get against Kyler Murray, if you pressure him, you're forcing bad throws, especially with a young quarterback still, so I think they did good. I still think they should have sacked him a little bit more, but wow, that man has moves. Yeah. Okay, for those for those of you that are saying that like that we're just blaming Okuda, I don't care. I'm pretty sure you put all 53 players against him. None of them are going to tackle Kyler Murray one on one like that. Yeah, that's May, maybe what maybe Tracy Walker. You're not gonna I, a linebacker can't do no, it. Defensive can't do it. I don't think so, dude. That that guy's got like crazy footwork. So. <laughs> exactly, and that's. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't think anybody was gonna tackle him one on one like that. And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Dude, I don't care who you are. That's not happening." Yeah. But um, let's see. Okay, Kenny and Drake had yeah, 18 carries for 73 yards. Total, total. Their entire offense only had 190 yards rushing. Yeah. So. Which ours was actually low this game. We only had 90. Oh. Well, it's kind of cool to kind of have a running game. I'm not saying we have a great running game, but we have a decent. A one. running back. Who can like? <laughs> who's reliable? <laughs> Very true, and then that's the other report that came out this week. Uh, Adrian Peterson was officially named our starting running back. There's not really a surprise there to me. I don't know about you, but nope. And also, I want to give a huge shout out to Carryon Johnson. Um, I'm not sure if you saw, but Daryl Bevel called him the player of the game. Oh yeah. And like, you think about it, he had first off, he's been crazy good in pass protection all year, but. Um, so obviously that carried over to this game and then as well as on that Jesse James touchdown. Yeah, I said that Jesse James sighting. Um, yes, sir. he threw that legal pick. So no, and I, I've always, and we've both agreed, like carry on Johnson's pass protection is amazing. It yeah. has been like, yeah, he killed it this game. That's what, that's what his snaps were. They weren't runs. They weren't throws to him. Like he got the ball barely, but man, the dude can block. That's granted, something that's always been good for him. Granted, when he did run, he ran. I think he had three carries for like sixteen yards. Yeah, he did. So, I mean, that's still like maybe you'd like I'm him o- to have a little bit more, but he's I, I, not I'm awful okay at running. The, I'm okay with writing the hot hand. Yeah, and that, that's the thing though is like when we do put AP in, everyone's expecting a run, which is why our play action pass is so good with him. But, yeah, I mean, like he he got one catch and it was on the last drive. That was it. That was the only time he was thrown to all game. So, yeah. I mean, and like with Swift, people were kind of expecting pass. So I wish they'd put Swift in and have him run the ball a little bit more, and then have Carry On catch the ball a little bit more because they'll all expect him to stay in. Yeah. Like they'll be able, they should be able to mix it up with those three. It was it was interesting to see Swift not play a ton this week, but it really is based off a week because like last week Swift played a good amount. Yeah. So. I yeah I do agree that Swift should be used more in the passing game though. Like, was it that their right before halftime drive he had like. Just kind of leaked out of the backfield and took a pass for 20 yards or so, 15 to 20. Yeah, and he was wide open on one of them, too. Oh, and Stafford hit him in the back, I think, right? Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, I was thinking a different one, but, yes, there was that one, too. 
was like, oh, he's a rookie. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But, that, yeah, it is what it is. Um, Okay, who is your disappointment of the week or someone you thought needed to play better or a unit or whatever? I you easily know, got one, but let's I, see what you got. I, I'm guessing you're going to go with Vitae, so I'm going to pick... <laughs> I'm gonna pick Matthew Stafford. What? Not that, not, not that he's playing bad. He played a good game, bro. That was the he, best yeah. game all year. Uh, he, tell yeah, me it isn't. Pr- probably. Yeah, but, exactly. But like red zone efficiency, like the Lions were two for five, I think. That's that's not touched. all on him though, bro. That's freaking. No, no, I, that's I, I, game. I get that, but okay, I'll go with Daryl Bevel then. Like two for five in the red zone. That's that's yep. atrocious, and that's gonna lose you games against the Saints or any game that's gonna put us against any... most teams. Yeah. So that's how you lose. Yeah. So that two for five is concerning. Um, you know, I saw a lot of people trashing Stafford. Yeah, he missed that Jesse James touchdown, the second touchdown. I think he ran a corner route. And then the next play, people were saying he missed Amendola, but I feel like that was a purposeful uh, he overthrow. Overthrew. He overthrew that on purpose. Yeah. So definitely. So. Um. Yeah, I definitely agree with you with that. We need to get more creative. I'm telling you, bro. Once we get past the ten yard line, we cannot get in the end zone. It's because all of our pass plays are designed for spacing. We have a low, a middle, and a high route. So when we're all bunched up, our receivers are all in the same spot, and it never works. So then they know we're going to run the football because we don't have a pass play for it, and then we get stuffed. So we need to think of something. We need I like a screen, like those wide receiver screens, the bubbles that we have when we have two wide receivers blocking and a guy catches it on the outside. We need to run that a little bit more often. We yeah. ran it a little bit last year, but we need to do that. As long as our receivers stay on their blocks. Marvin's a hell of a blocker, and um, KG can block too, so... Oh, that's yeah, on yeah. Galladay came back. We haven't even mentioned that yet. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I mentioned that yet. But the I love Kenny looked, Galladay. Yeah, I would just like to say that the offense looked, I think, way better. Um, granted, I he wasn't used as much as he could have been, and I think that's due to injury personally. Um, so I'd expect to see him get more involved in the offense as the weeks go on. He kind of admitted that he was on a pitch count. Actually, yeah. like I watched a post game interview. It's not he didn't like say it, but you could tell by the way he was talking and like it, he was on a pitch count, which is fine. Like, but like, yeah, it's not like he had, like I well, I forgot who tweeted it out, but it's not like he had his usual hundred yard two touchdown game, but he still had almost sixty yards, led the Lions in receiving and a touchdown. So like, that's him when he's on a pitch count. Yeah, man, I can't wait for him to be full bore. I I'm thinking he'll be all good this week. If not next week, that's fine. If he has the same production as he has yeah. this last week, then I don't, know, I don't care at all. And then for sure by Jacksonville after the Oh, bye. yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, so, so no, what have you noticed that it seems like the ball's being spread around like crazy so far? Dude, we have so many playmakers. Like, do you, I was I just thought about this right now. Quintez Cephas barely got targeted this game, whereas the week one he got targeted eight times. No, ten times. Yeah, I think that's more of a Galladay thing than a... I don't know. I think he likes him, and he's just another weapon. But like, like what, bro? We have literally so many, many targets. How many snaps did he play, Dino? Cephas. Yeah, I got no. that pulled up right now. Did they now. release the snap count already? 
Uh, it's on Pro Football Reference. He got. Oh, I must have missed it. He's oh, there he is. Fifteen percent. Only ten snaps. So, um, I that's think that's a little, little bit little. of a. I think that's a little bit of a Galladay thing, personally. Um. But yeah, I love how the ball is being spread around. Uh, make. I think I was. Was I talking about it last week? Or no, we call, talked on the phone after the game. Um how happy I was to see Jesse James actually involved in the offense a little bit. Yeah. Like if we, I mean, we can, we should scheme him open. We should scheme Hawk open, but I agree. I was excited too. So, all right. Uh, my one good player. Okay. Mm, I don't even say good player because we pretty much highlighted most of the guys. Uh, but Deron Harmon played great. I heard, uh, Pierre at DLFP tweets talk about it on the Pride podcast. He did play like a vintage Glover Quinn, to be honest, this game. That's the way I thought of it and saw it. And um, my it wasn't even my one player, but my one person, I guess, was probably Matt Patricia and Corey Unlin. Oh, I'll give them credit. Um, we ran about 45% in zone coverage this game. I have never said I have anything against man coverage. I am just saying don't run 100% of man coverage. It does not work. Run 50-50. Look at this. 50-50 works. Run it. Keep this. I'm okay with both. I never said go 100% zone. That's stupid. I've never said go 100% man. That's stupid. Mix it up. Mix up pressures. We still need to blitz more. We still need to have, when we blitz only four, we need to have them get to the quarterback. But... All in all, it was a good job by them, us running zone coverage, because that's the reason we won the game. If we would have ran men the whole time, we would have gotten scored on way more easily. So that's just my spiel there, and that's my group and coaches. The coaches, I thought, were the reason that we won this game to a point. How about you? Yeah, I agree with it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Let's see. I had a question for you. So, does yeah. this change? Don't your say it on Patricia. <laughs> not, no, not not long term. Okay, yeah, Mister Overreaction. This is what I want to talk about. I forgot about that. I freaking went. I was like, all right, well, they lose this game. They're pretty much fired. Like, might as well pack it up. And then now, now, now on Twitter, you're like, okay, so. If we win these games, we could go seven and four. We're in a great no, position. No, no. We could. That's no. exactly what you were saying. Don't no. even lie. No, you're taking it out of context. I'm saying look at the uh, records, dude. Look at the records. Look I'm at looking record. at the records, but you're like, we're just gonna be yeah, sitting. No, pre-. I'm like, no, bro, we. No, this is our first no. game. We've won in eleven months. <laughs> you're, you're taking it wrong. I said, uh, lines looked like decent. They didn't look awful. And they can get better. And mm-hmm. so, not um, you, you know what I'm trying to say. Stop giving me crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying Jacksonville doesn't look amazing. Atlanta doesn't look amazing. Minnesota doesn't look amazing. Washington doesn't look amazing. Carolina doesn't look amazing. And Houston's played three of the hardest teams in the league. So, Yeah, we'll lose to Houston. But those other games, I agree, they are winnable. But, but a lot of games are winnable. The Lions just don't win football games. So... So we're gonna have to have them consistently build. My my thoughts on Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn have not changed from one game. 
because they won week three, three years in a row. Because they go the first two weeks, they're like, oh, crap, we're getting pressure already. Then they got to win, and then they win. If he does this and schemes perfectly every week, even if we go into the bye two and two, I'm not going to change my viewpoint. Really? No. Because if we go to four and two, hell yeah. Two and two, no. It's two games. Ooh. We're playing a Saints team that does not look as good as they did last year. If we stop Alvin Kamara, we'll win the game. We'll talk. We're going to talk about this next episode. But I'm just just saying. Man. So no, I, my viewpoint's not changing. If we go two and two, is it is yours? See, I want to say no, but then when the schedule came out, my goal, if it, I said if we can be two and two at the bye week, we'll be sitting pretty. And if we're sitting two, I know and, you did. If we're sitting at two and two at the bye week, hard not to. Hard not to be a little bit of a little bit optimistic, you know. Okay, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna be optimistic. I'm just saying that they gotta show more. Like that's two games that he's won. Oh, I I agree. I agree. My viewpoint's not gonna change. Of I still don't want him on the team. Like he needs to prove that he's is worth keeping. That's yeah. literally what they're doing. Like they're winning to keep Matt Patricia's job. Period. Correct. That's what they're doing. So, so they have to keep doing it. Yeah. Question for up? you. So schedule's released. Uh huh. Lions have a brutal opening. What weren't you thinking? Like, if we can go two and two, we'll be just fine. No, I wasn't. I was thinking, I bro, I think wins three and one. I don't care who the hell. I don't do not care who we play. Okay, unless it's like the Chiefs or the Ravens. But other than that, Chiefs, Ravens, Seahawks. Other than those three, don't care who we play. Mm. We need to win. Man, you just didn't throw the Packers in there because you're salty. Shut up. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, dude. False. Is like we should have beaten them. They are not are, that is, good of a team. It. Oh, gotta don't, hardcore don't. disagree with you there. Shh. I don't want to talk about it. Packers are winning the gonna, division. Like I, I will said, deny, deny, deny. Like I said at, before the season started. I will and, deny. And I believe you said the Vikings were winning the division. How are they Yeah, doing? yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of people that said that. I don't want to talk about it. It's kind of funny, actually. I think it's so, hilarious. My parents are, Fal- are Vikings fans, so. So, a little bit off topic here, but are the Bears as bad as we thought they were? Dude, the Bears are... Not as good as they think, for sure. They won three games against three bad football teams. We're still a bad football team. Do not get it twisted. We're not good. We're not average. We've won one game out of three. We barely won one game out of three, and we had to have three turnovers for us to win that game. Okay, but we're also one catch away from being 2-1 and one and calling the Packers loss a fluky game that the team wasn't ready for. We can't play the what if game anymore, dude. No, we no, played it last. No, no, we played no. it last season. Just, we played I'm it last season. I'm just being. That's it. We, I'm just we being are the who we side. I know, but all I'm saying is you are who who your record is. So yeah, the Bears are considered a good team because they're three and zero right now, even if they played three bad teams. But what I'm saying is Nick Foles isn't bad. I I I I think I, yeah we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I think Nick Foles top twenty quarterback. I think he could start in the NFL. 
I think he's better than Mitch Trubisky easily. Good lord, I can't believe Mitch Trubisky was looking that bad. I mean, okay, I can believe it, but it's just crazy that they let him start on an NFL football team. <laughs> but, um, yeah, with Nick Foles, I think the Bears can win, which is scary. But, oh wait, isn't Cohen out? Cohen's out for the year, yeah. Yeah. If Montgomery re-injures himself, they're not going to be very good. So, so, no, I don't think the Bears can make the playoffs or anything like that. Ooh. I think, I think, I think they'll be eight you think and eight they finish at the max. Eight and eight at the max. You think they finish five and eight? Yes. All right. We'll see. We will. Getting a little but, off topic here, but yeah. Yeah, I, we're just rounding out the division, though. I'm. We're just rounding out the division. Um. Yeah, Cardinals had a close. I mean, Vikings had a close loss against the Titans. They just can't finish a football game. Apparently, reminds me of somebody. Um, and then see, but Matt I don't Patricia did finish. Yeah, this one. Um, I'm telling you, Packers are scary, dude. Uh, yeah, you can talk about that game because I really don't want to. I I hate talking about that team. I mean, I'm not gonna like blow it on them, but I don't want them to win the Super Bowl. I'll just say that they're not that good. They're not top three. They're not the top three team. Who's better in them than the NFC? Oh, Seahawks easily. What? Seahawks? What do you mean? Seahawks have the literally 32nd defense in the league. I do not care. They have Russell Wilson in one of the best offenses in the NFL. Their defense is going to get better just like how hopefully ours is. But the Packers have the best scoring offense and they have a better defense than the Seahawks. I don't know. I don't see it. Nope. See, Ooh, see you're just you're just in denial. I do agree. No, Russell I'm not. Wilson, I'm not in denial. I do agree. <laughs> Russell Wilson's playing better football than Aaron Rodgers right now, which is saying a lot because Russell Aaron Wilson is, is playing better football than anybody. Mm, I think he is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, he's my MVP right now. Yep, me too. Love that man. Um. Anyways, uh, our next episode we'll go ahead and do a preview on the Saints. We're not going to talk about the Saints, but. That game, they did play the Packers, and they got they didn't get beat up pretty badly. It was back and forth for a while, and then towards the end of the game, it was kind of sealed. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be able to talk a little bit more in depth in that in the next episode. But other than that, oh, I said the one good thing, the one bad thing for us this game, oh, like I said, um, Vitae, like you were saying, they had him at guard, which is out of position for him. But, man, it looked like he hadn't played in, what was it, eight months? Because I guess that's the last time he played. But still, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I really hold that against hold that against him yet. Oh no, um, I don't. It's one game. Yeah. So the way I definitely. saw it is just like, yeah, he just had a lot of pressures. He didn't know what he was doing out there also, at times. Like Tyrell Crosby is the man. Oh my gosh, dude, we got a starting right tackle. I don't yeah. want to move. I don't want to move uh, Vitae back out. To be honest with you, I would. I would love to see if he can start at guard. Because then we can have Ragnow, Young, um, Jackson, rookie, Decker, Crosby, and then keep our big money guy, Vitae, at there, and then we would let Dahl walk, which would suck because Dahl's a mauler. But would rather keep the high-priced guy instead of using that dead cap or taking that dead cap hit. Gotcha. Yeah. Our O-line, I told you our O-line was going to be decent. I mean, it, I mean, I told you our O-line was going to be, like, top – 13, top 12. What do you think they are? Yeah, and then... This... Oh, man. All right. I got some other thoughts, but that's more Saints-related, so... There you go. Good job. Keep it in. That's going to be next week. 
All I'm going to say is that, not yeah. Next, our, that's going to be in a couple I days. I mean, not next week, next couple days. Um, for next week, which is this week. I don't know. My days are confusing. Anyways, um, yeah. Like I said, our line they, did, they didn't do the best this game. They let, they let some pressures because of Vitae mainly. It's interior the defense, or interior of the O line, but Stafford also took a couple sacks that I thought he could have gotten the ball away quicker. He's doing that a lot this season. He's done that through his out career, throughout his career, but it's a little more so right now. But okay, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. You got any other thoughts before we go ahead and end it? Nope. I think I think we pretty much covered everything. Alrighty, sounds good. Thank you guys very much for joining us on what now is episode 10, our 10th episode of the podcast. feels like we've been doing this forever, and we're only 10 episodes in. But thank you guys very much for joining us, and we will get back to you in a couple days with the Lions versus Saints preview. Excited to see this game. All right, thank you guys. Peace out. See you guys. Have a good one. Go Lions. Go Lions. <laughs>